0: Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance or help you with a cash out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage.
1: Oh, with the ritardo at so the very end, beautiful. the ritardando. Happy birthday. <laughs> that song is specifically for Tommy Upton. Joining us right now to help celebrate Tommy is Paul Acey, along with talking about some movies here coming up this weekend.
0: Paul Acey, good to have you with us on Mornings with Tom and Tommy. It's so good to be here. I didn't even bring a gift. What is wrong with me? I should have brought a gift for Tommy. Oh, your voice is my gift. Oh, you are such a liar. But thank you very much. I'll take it. (laughs) Okay. so Paul, let's
1: just dive into it because there's a couple of films we're going to be talking about. But there is like a a motion picture event that is happening um, as they're wrapping up season three of The Chosen. Tell us about this.
0: Yes. Dun, 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 the, the finale for The Chosen, which I know that a lot of listeners, uh, of yours have, are watching, uh, have followed since season one. Um, they are releasing the last two episodes, uh, as a Fathom event. They're actually in theaters, even as we speak. They're only going to be there for a, for a handful of days. So if you want to see it on the big screen, you're going to have to go quickly. Uh, but it's, uh, but it's the uh, episode seven and eight of season three. You're going to be getting uh, the feeding of the 5,000. No spoiler warning for that. Uh, the walking on the water, Jesus walking on the water, and Peter trying to follow him. Um, you're also going to be hearing about the, uh, the parable of the rich man and the great feast that he tries to throw that no one wants to come to. Uh, there's a lot going on in these two episodes, including uh, one of the disciples is dealing with a real tragedy in his own life, and he is wrestling with how God allowed it to happen to him when he is literally following christ so i think that that's a very very deep impactful theme that i think a lot of christians wrestle with to this day Mm, wow well we know you can't go wrong by watching the chosen beautiful um beautiful uh series there so that's a great one and then also there's something else coming up um i'm gonna go with 80 for brady (laughs) you got it 80 for brady so let me let me just say right off the bat I have really disliked Tom Brady for pretty much all of his career. But this movie... He's just wins so much, seven Super Bowls. He just retired. It was, I know it was a happy day for Tom. It was sort of a happy day for me as well. But (laughs) but that's beside the point. This is really about four friends who love Tom Brady. Love, love, love Tom Brady. They have been his biggest fans for for his entire career. They're all over 80 and they are really interested in going to see him play in a Super Bowl. Uh, it's it takes place in 2017 so they're going to see the Patriots play the Atlanta Falcons if you're a football fan you know that is a very very important uh-huh. Super Bowl they go down there uh, it's really about these women's journey to that Super Bowl and their experiences that they have while they're there so it's a lot more about friendship than it is about football um, it's PG 13 you have some completely unnecessary language that that brings the rating down you also have one one of the women writes some steamy fan fiction about Patriots tight end Rob Gronkowski. Uh, you have some other sultry elements, I guess you could say, which, which is why it's rated PG-13. But this is really a story about friendship. And it has some great messages about engaging in life together and enjoying the people around you, which I think is always a worthwhile message.
1: Mm. Okay, no, okay. that's good. You're hearing the voice of Paul Acey kind of walking us through some of the movies and media that are coming out this weekend. And there's one more. Uh, it's, is it an animated feature? The Amazing Maurice. What, what's that one about?
0: The Amazing Maurice is actually about this talking cat who hangs out with a bunch of talking rats and a human. <laughs> <laughs> the human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there you go. And they're going around to these towns swindling people. They have sort of this this thing where they go in. It takes place in sort of a medieval setting, right? And it's a magical world. They go in, they pretend that this town has been inundated with rats right? So the cat brings along Keith, the human who has this pipe and that he sort of does a Pied Piper thing and leads these rats out. And then they go to the next town and earn a whole bunch of money by doing the very same thing. They hit one town that seems to already be dealing with a rat problem because all their food is disappearing. But when they go down into the sewers, there's no rats either. So what's going on? It Mm. is a mystery that these people have to solve. Well, these animals have to solve. (laughs) Uh, So that's sort of the setup. It's very creative. It has a lot to say about how stories are made and how important stories are to our lives. Um, And it doesn't have a lot of real content issues. It doesn't have any swearing. Uh, It it can be kind of violent in a way uh, because the the rats are (laughs) (laughs) imperiled quite a bit. There are some jarring scenes, especially for younger people. Um, But it also has... Uh, What I think is probably the biggest problem. It's based on a book by Terry Pratchett, who is a very famous humanist. And you do have this sense that, you know, if you dig a little bit deeply into the story, you have some elements that can make it seem like uh, Christianity is sort of false. The rats they follow this sacred book and they're hoping for this wonderful utopia. The book proves to be fictional and it shakes the faith of these rats and it doesn't take too much of a step to move what what the book is saying what what this movie is saying about that book into what we believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have one of the characters who says it's not the book that matters it's what we do with it. Now as Christians we know that the book is really, really, really important. It does matter. And so that's something that, that as parents decide whether they want to take these kids to their this really creative movie, uh, that's something they might need to navigate along the way.
1: Mm, okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for that, because that's one of those things that seems to be assaulted is the truth of uh, the word of God, you mm-hmm. know, and it comes in some different and subtle kinds of ways. Paul, thank you so much for just going through the media that's available for us this weekend here on Mornings with Tom and Tabby.